Hello and welcome to the iGeeks blog show, an Apple exclusive podcast where we talk about teeny tiny every possible information about the Apple ecosystem. I'm your host Harshanki, a marketing nerd who likes to eat, breathe and survive on Apple content quite literally. Well, in today's episode, we're going to be talking about, oh, you know what? Scrap the old idea. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about the new iPhone being priced at 18 freaking thousand rupees. Yes, rumor has it that the old new iPhone or one of the most famous iPhones can be priced as low as 18,000 that is 199 dollars. How true is this rumor? Are we really going to get an iPhone for that cheap? Let's find out. But before that, do not forget to connect with us on our social media channels. We're available as iGeeks blog, literally anywhere you search for us. And if you want to connect with me, you can just hit me up on Instagram. I'm available as Hashanki with an extra I. Okay, so coming back to today's um, hot gossip that we have. Uh, Mark Gurman from Bloomberg suggested that the new iPhone should be priced around $199. Now, he has a valid reason for it. Okay, not the all-new iPhone, I mean. Uh, according to him, if the SE3 is being released at a price of 33000 that is somewhere between $300 to $350 range, SE2 should be cut down to as low as $199 to capture the bigger share of the market, which is uh, Asian countries, some part of African countries, and like more on this side. This is because despite of the huge demand of iPhones or Apple products in this country, literally everyone is talking about it, the market share here is comparatively low because these are predominated Android countries. The reason being great price, amazing durability and whatnot, right? But of course, I'm not going to be comparing all the... Um, Android phones here to an iPhone first because everything has its own benefit. Everything has an added advantage to it. However, Apple as a company is not benefiting from these countries because the base variants only start at 399 and, you know, a higher price than that, which is way too expensive for the broader audience to come. Now, here's a fun fact for you. Did you know? Okay, forget that. I mean, we all have at least 40 to 50% of the people in our group amongst family or friends that are Apple users, right? That are iPhone users. They brag about the iPhone, be it the new one or the old one. We all have or know someone that has an iPhone. Surprisingly, I'm going to tell you some numbers that will not make sense to you, okay? Just guess the total percentage of iPhone uh, share that the Indian market has. 1.4%. I am not kidding. These are facts I'm stating fresh out of Statista. Okay, so that means out of the 100 people, every 100 people in the country, only 1.4 can afford an iPhone or are active users of iPhone. You know what this means? Oh, and here's the fun part. 50% of them are not even buying it in full cash or whatever. They have an EMI system going on where they pay a monthly price to buy the iPhone. 
which means chances are that if the iPhones keep getting expensive and expensive, the people who are buying these iPhones on EMI basis and on, you know, with a lot of exchange offers and stuff like that, are going to stop investing in it and keep going to the older models. I mean, we are Indians, right? We tend to find the discounted price products. We Discounts attract us, good numbers attract us. So we'll make sure we scroll the internet as much as we can. We go through Google. We have these extensions installed in our systems that we'll find the best possible discount. Only then would we be investing in an iPhone. I mean, I'm not even going to start on the number of friends I have which wait for a new iPhone to release so that they can afford the old iPhone on an EMI. A lot of things don't make sense, okay, guys? iPhones are one of the best products out there, agreed. However, buying them on an EMI basis, that too, not the latest one, doesn't really make sense. But this is how messed up the current market scenario is. And even after all of this, it's just 1.4% of the total market share. Now, if you look at the bigger picture, and this is not from a consumer point of view, this is from the company's point of view. So I want you guys to listen to it and try to understand how Apple as a company might be thinking or working, okay? If you look at from uh, from the from the company's point of view, even 70% of the iPhones that the Indian market has currently or are using are either refurbished or sold by third-party vendors. Now, what are these third-party vendors, you ask? I'm sure you guys must be active on either Instagram or Facebook, right? So when you're scrolling aimlessly through Instagram or Facebook, you know, you keep getting these random advertisements selling vintage sneakers and vintage shirts and vintage um, sneakers, mostly sneakers because vintage sneakers do have a value to them or even new sneakers or say new sports shoes for cheaper price than the market price or the in-store price. These people are third-party vendors and just like you have them for your sports shoes and sneakers or basically anything, you name it, there are also third-party vendors in the market for iPhones, Android phones, which will give you the price at, say, at least 10 to 15% lesser than the in-store price. Uh, and a lot of people try buying it from there rather than getting the profits to Apple and the company as a whole. Now, what happens is that since these are not retailed at the retail price or the MRP, Apple must be selling them at, uh, say, the, the wholesale price or the vendor price and stuff like that. Or they may have some export or some billing issues and whatever may be the reason. Let's not dig deeper there. However, Apple is not making as much money as it is from the phone that you guys are buying from the website or from the store. So... Apple is in, as a company is being at a loss by losing that market only by not reducing the cost down, okay? Because if someone wants an iPhone, they're going to get an iPhone, be it a refurbished one or the third-party vendor, if they cannot afford the original price. A lot of us have done that. Let's come clean. A lot of us know people who have done that. So this is a very common practice, at least here. In India, I have still not gone like pan-Asia level or the global level. Imagine this is how messed up the scenario is here in India. A fun fact, the average smartphone price, which means the average amount of money that any Indian customer is going to invest in a smartphone is $197. In fact, 84% of the smartphones in the market currently are priced uh, between 12K to 18K. Um, 
yeah and up and running and that is why companies like oppo vivo um gioni these companies are taking majority of the market share because they are priced in that range a lot of these phones are priced in that range apple in the year 2016 had bluntly denied that just to capture the market share or the bigger audience they're not going to cut down their prices and they are not going to come let their margins be affected however this was 6 years ago and the times have changed now i mean uh if you guys have listened to the last episode uh, we covered that how android phones these days even companies as big as samsung are coming up with models or are following iphone's marketing strategy okay so you can get an iphone like phone uh for as low as 20k or probably at a price lesser than that okay you might be wondering that but shanki why are you conveying this information to us we understand the difference between a first copy or a cheap product or um, say a refurbished iphone now we're going to going to buy new iphones and we're going to go take things our way look at the bigger picture you guys this is us talking as a company this is us um talking as a tech geeks here right but if you look at the bigger picture if you look at the masses these people have no understanding of this these people are not educated about this or may not be as aware as a geek would be okay and the masses always ends up buying the phone that is more affordable to them a lot of us uh, depending upon the features or the usabilities in our day to day life uh would try to buy an iphone because for a lot of us out there an iphone is an investment however for a lot and lot of people and i'm not going to uh exaggerate this topic but you know what i'm talking about iphone is just something to flaunt i mean if you don't have an iphone you won't be respected that's that's the culture that a lot of uh, late teenagers and uh, college kids are following I know this coming out as a little too harsh here, but come on, we've we've all witnessed that in our day-to-day lives. Back, not even just the iPhone. Remember, like all the '90s kid will relate to this. There used to be one person with a BlackBerry phone and the grip, and then everyone used to comment about uh, BBM and you know stuff like that. See, that's what I'm talking about. Exactly. So a lot of people are just buying the iPhones and doing a lot. I mean, getting it on EMI or like. risking and paying a higher price than they actually could just to flaunt it off in front of their friends family or the outside world however apple only if it takes this measure and tries to look at that market is going to triple down at sale triple forget triple it's going to make the sales 100 times if it just understands how big of a market this is and we're not asking for a lot here right i mean all we're asking is to cut down the price to as low as Two hundred dollars. Now, uh, see, Apple never releases out its numbers or the profit margins and you know things like that. But a lot of research videos and forget the research videos. A lot of subreddits have done the calculations, and according to them, Apple earns as much as one hundred and twenty-four percent per product. Which means if it's selling you the product for hundred rupees, they are making a profit. Um, Okay, I'm gonna simplify it. God, uh, if you're buying an Apple product for two hundred and twenty-four rupees, which means hundred rupees is the manufacturing cost and hundred and twenty-four rupees is the profit to them. And the manufacturing cost means all the added marketing and advertising spends and everything. Like that's the net price it takes to make that product. 
So this is the amount of profit that they are making, which means it is a fairly good deal to cut down the price and bring it down to as low as $199, right? A lot of the leading companies in the world realized this and tried to capture the bigger market. OnePlus, for example, now OnePlus is considered as an affordable phone. A lot of people can buy OnePlus. A lot of people can afford OnePlus. However, still to capture the bigger market and broader audience, they tried to introduce a new variant, which was a OnePlus Nord, if you guys remember, so that a lot of people could have a hands-on experience on the all-new OnePlus phone rather than buying the refurbished ones or the older ones. A cost-effective model. Now, even with the Watch 3, Apple Watch 3 being discontinued, the price products on the lower end are reducing by every passing day. And that is why Apple, it is a humble request to look into this picture and try to make the best out of this. I mean, shouldn't it be a win-win situation for the both of us, like, like the company and the parties and what? You know the drill, you know what I mean, right? So this is going to be extremely important to know and see if Apple does take this into their curriculum and try to cut down their cost. It's not just me. Listen, I'm not the first or the last person to saying this and I, I know I'm not going to be the only one to say this, but the world out there is saying this. Guys, please do me a favor and read the article by Mark Gurman. He has amazingly described the global scenario though. Even if we talk about the global scenario, no? only the US is a place where 79% of the smartphone users are Apple. Nowhere else in the world, Apple has that stronger dominance. Nowhere else in the world. Which means Apple needs to capture the bigger share. Apple needs to understand this and hence uh, should bring some drastic changes in the pricing. Although... You know, a couple of months ago, we heard this rumor that Apple may discontinue the iPhone in a decade from now. So if that's what their plan is, there are two ways to go about it. They can A-B test it. Now, how do you A-B test a plan? See, if you're going to discontinue a product in 10 years from now, no, then the wiser step would be to actually test with a lower variant and let the masses have the feel for it. Let the masses uh, be able to afford the gadget and let the masses be able to use the gadget. Or if you're going to be discontinuing the product in 10 years from now, which means eventually it's going to become an antique, it's going to become a rarity, then you continue with your above-the-market price uh, model and keep pricing them as you always have. So there are two ways to look at it. And of course, uh, the company knows it better. They strategize it better. So they're going to come up with the best result possible. All we can hope is Apple does try to understand this and at least comes up with a lower variant phone or reduces the price of SE2 to as low as 18k so that a lot of people can afford it and buy it. Well, I guess that's all for now. This was a fun episode. This is something that I personally can relate to because see, I'm not a person who would uh, go for EMIs and then try to get a phone. I do not understand that. I do not believe in that. And that's not who I am as a person. If uh, I want to invest in a gadget, I'll save for it, maybe earn the money from it from stock market or crypto or whatever, and then invest in the product. That's me. That's me as a person. However, I have a lot of friends who would pay the interest amount or just, you know, do some kind of arrangement so that they can have the best gadget in the market. I'm not saying anyone is right or wrong here. There are different ways to look at the picture. But... 
it would be nicer if we can just get that iPhone without having to go for an EMI. Or as the Twitter world says, it's selling our kidney out there. All right. I hope you had fun. This was amazing. I love discussing the pricing and breaking the pricing module of Apple products um, for you guys. This is an amazing hobby. And I'm going to see you guys next week with some more exciting content. Wait. Or just exciting content. Hopefully, I'm going to catch you guys next week after the Apple event. Oh, my God. Or maybe live, like right after the Apple event so that we can have a one-on-one -on -one discussion about the Apple products and discuss them in the I know you're very excited. I am extremely excited too. So do tune into the iGeeks blog show. But before that, please do connect with us on our social media channels and hit me up on Instagram. I'm Ablibula Sashanki with an extra I. Let's chat about the Apple ecosystem, you guys. It is so much fun. Don't forget to download our app. It has all this information in written format and a lot more how-tos that are going to be extremely useful to you in your day-to-day -day lives. All right, this is Hashanki signing off. I'm going to see you guys next week. Till then, stay safe, stay connected, take good care of yourself and happy shopping.